create a fucking safety net. Welcome to episode number 44. I'm singing that shit because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> What's up, guys? Eloquent Savage podcast with me, the songbird of your generation, Stephen Richard Krebs, the first and only. So we're going to talk about safety nets and specifically finances. So we're going to talk about finances and money today, but in terms of investing and creating safety nets across the board in your life by investing intelligently. There's a figure that I read a while back and it said the average 36-year-old man in the United States has less than $3,000 in a savings account. And it was mind-blowing to me. But it made me think about back when I was 26 years old. So I had to rewind back to when I had financial issues and I was spending money like an asshole that I didn't have. I grew up with with a lot, right? My father worked his ass off and I grew up getting used to certain luxuries in my life. And then I completed college. I actually graduated with honors. I I did really well. I got serious. But then I just thought that I was going to get a high paying job. I literally thought I was going to walk out and make six figures a year without really putting in work. That was a nice little fantasy, huh? So my idea was I was going to do pharmaceutical sales. That's what I was going to do, not realizing that I didn't even like sales then. And I was going to go up against women that dominate that profession. Found out really quick that I didn't like sales. I got a job as an indoor-outdoor sales representative for this company called the Divine Brothers, which is hilarious because some of you might know Mark Divine, who is the head of SealFit, runs programs like Kokoro and 20X. Mark Devine's family owns that business, so I worked for his family. Mark Devine actually went to Holland Patton High School where I graduated from. He's from Barneville, New York. And if you listen to my last podcast, I told you a story about how my pop and my dad went on a high-speed chase in Barneville. Well, that's where Mark Devine is from. So I worked for his family. I was an indoor-outdoor sales representative, salesman, for an industrial buffing equipment company known as the Devine Brothers. I know, exciting. And after about a month, I quit because I realized that it was horrid. (laughs) It was not for me. And I had racked up some serious debt. You know, I was partying all the time, traveling, doing whatever I wanted, just using credit cards. And I was in debt, maybe $30,000, $40,000 on top of my college loans. $30,000, $40,000 in credit cards. Insanity. So I learned the hard way from a young age, and I had to dig myself out of that hole. And then I started my first gym, started doing well after the first year, started putting the money away, started chunking away my debt, and I developed a system to pay my debt off. And within the first five years of my business, I had all my debt paid off and my college loans paid off. And outside of my mortgage in a vehicle, like I had no more debt. And I, had, I, I realized that that is not the way I wanted to live. I didn't want to live under this like black cloud of debt and owing. And what I realized is I had to buckle down. I had to get clear on how the fuck to make money and then keep it and then have it grow for me. Now, listen, I'm not Bill Gates. I'm not Oprah, right? I'm not, I, you know, I'm not playing around with hundreds of millions of dollars here, but I've created a great life for myself and my family and I'm continuing to grow it, right? I'm creating wealth and I'm creating revenue streams and safety nets across the board so that it's layered. So what I need you to do right now is to get very clear on where you're at financially, 
right? We need to know where you're at. We need a GPS on it, right? You may be making a lot of money, but spending a ton of money so that you're living above your means or at your means so that you're not actually able to put money away. Or you're living like a pauper and you're making a lot of money, you're putting all your money away, but your quality of life sucks. So you're gonna fall somewhere inside of that spectrum, right? My goal today is to just educate you on what I do and what I suggest. Because at the end of the day, you're spending time here and I just don't want you to listen to my thoughts and listen to my stories and think I'm entertaining or you feel like you connect to it, but you don't do anything with it. So the two bucks that helped me start shifting were the automatic millionaire and the richest man in Babylon. So I started looking at where my money was going and I just started with 10%. Every penny I made, 10% of that money went into an account. All right, so I just started chunking money away. And every year I would add a new strategy. So when I first had my business, I was doing a Roth IRA. Then I did a simple IRA, which allows me to put more money in. Now those are mutual funds. And yes, you don't have a lot of control over those. And you'll read a lot of different information on what to do, what not to do. But that is a strategy. That's an avenue. And I still have money in those, those accounts. And the money has grown. So at the end of the day, it was a sound investment. Now I can't take it out until I'm 65 years old. And if I would do, I get a penalty. But I don't give a shit about that. I don't need that money right now. That's more like a guarantee. It's a safety net. Phase two, real estate. I own an apartment building, right? I'm gonna be buying more real estate this year. It's a sound investment. That apartment building already brings in $1,000 a month profit and the equity every year of getting paid off by the people running inside of it. So it's a sound investment. It's another safety net. If I had to sell it, I could and make money off of it. All right, I have a home, I own a home. I own a home. There's equity being built inside of this home. It's a sound investment. It's worth more than when I bought it. Sound investment. Right? So you can start seeing I'm layering these things. I have a whole life insurance policy. You hear lots of shit being, being talked about life insurance. Well, guess what? I have a whole life insurance policy. The whole life insurance allows me to build my own bank inside of it, and it has a death benefit, meaning if I die tomorrow, Bree gets around $3 million. Yes, the, the premiums are high. It's about six $700 a month, but that's what I chose because I wanted her to be able to continue the lifestyle I've created for her. The cool thing about the whole life insurance, the money that I put into it, the, the cash value that I create inside of it, it's guaranteed to grow at 4% every year and it's protected, meaning if I get sued, it's protected. So there's a whole strategy inside of that. So I put money in that every month. Then I have, I call my oh shit account. The oh shit account gets a couple thousand dollars a month put into it. Now you get to decide how much money you have to put into these things. But what we're doing is we're creating a layered approach to investing your money, right? The further down the line we go, right? Then you'll start seeing. Then recently, because I have these other safety nets in place, my savings accounts, multiple savings accounts, investment accounts, and then... I started going into, okay, I'm going to play with stocks a little bit. I'm going to invest in Bitcoin and Ethereum and some of these cryptocurrencies. These are more risky investments. We know this. It's volatile, but at the end of the day, what I do in that capacity is if I was normally going to spend money on dumb shit, I would just take the money that I would normally spend on some dumb shit that I don't need and I just invest it. So you can start seeing this process. We have, right, we have mutual funds. We have whole life insurance. We have real estate. We have savings account. We have an investment accounts. There's all these different avenues. And listen, I'm not a financial advisor. I am getting certified and licensed to sell whole life insurance because I believe in it. 
But I'm just going to teach you the things that I've done to build these safety nets across the board in my life so that I can make decisions on what I really want to do, not on what I need to do. And as I grow and as my revenue streams grow and as I make more money, I invest more money. And then the other part of the, the other side of the coin to this is I don't want to just save my way to wealth because that's really hard to do. What I want to do is over time also make sure that my quality of life increases and improves. So I spent last year in California. This, this year we're heading to Miami on Saturday. We're going to go down there and spend three, four months there just to try different cities out, experience different cultures, just enjoy our lives. This is the life that I wanted to create for myself. So this is what I want you to do today. This is your homework. You need to get very clear on the life that you actually want to create for yourself. Because if you're bringing in millions of dollars a year, but you're a slave to your business, what's the fucking point? All that money might be creating more stress than it's worth. So what do you actually want? That's question one. What do you want your life to look like? And then build your business and your investment strategy around that. Here's another big piece of the, the, the puzzle here. Don't take investment advice from people that don't have money. Right, So if you get a financial advisor, you should probably know what they have their money invested in, how much money they actually have invested, what kind of car do they drive, do they own their car, what kind of house do they have, do they own their home, do they have investment properties. Like At the end of the day, you got to be clear about this, and it's not you being an asshole to ask these per this person these questions. Like you work hard for your money, so why are you going to put it in the hands of someone that doesn't even have their own? It'd be like taking, taking weight loss advice from somebody that's never lost weight. It's, it doesn't make sense. So as we go through this process of the Eloquent Savage podcast and the programs that I'm building, you're going to hear me talk about finances a lot more because it's something I'm passionate about. It's something that, I, that I'm committed to, that I'm dedicated to, to learning more, to growing, to expanding my own wealth, to building out all my investments so that I can live the life that I want and that I also the people that I love are protected. So you need to get clear on where you're at. Then you need to get clear on a strategy to help you get there. And then over time, you're going to layer these things. Now, if you're just getting started out and you don't have, have a ton of cash at disposable right now, well, you can just start by taking 10 to 30% of every penny that you make and putting it in an account that, that gives you something back. All right? Side note, your greatest investment is going to be your business. And your greatest asset is yourself. So those are the first two things that you have to take care of immediately. If you're not investing money back into your business in terms of marketing, then you can't improve your revenue. You can't increase your revenue, which means you're just going to be trying to save off of the same amount of money that you're making now. It can be done, but why wouldn't you invest that money back into your business? So I know this is a long-winded talk. I'm going to do a few of these so that we can get very clear on these. That's a broad overview of the way that I invest my money, and it's allowed me to have a ton of freedom to be able to bounce around, travel, live in different places, uh, live in really cool spots. We're headed down to Miami, which we're really excited about. So at the end of the day, right, you need to be able to get clear on what, where you're at, where you want to go, and what strategy you're going to start with. And that's all I got for you guys today. It's Eloquent Savage Podcast. Today we talked a little bit about safety nets, motherfuckers. And at the end of the day, guess what? You can choose to operate like a normal person or you can operate like a fucking savage. I choose, as always, to operate like a savage. Episode number 44 is brought to you by Weaponized Mind. Episode number 44. 44. 44. Episode number 44. Goodbye.